Christ is risen. This is the last Sunday we get to proclaim this as far as uh, liturgically singing Christ is risen. So enjoy these last few times we get to do it. Obviously, ECF is over and it's a holiday weekend, but it's good to be with you that have come. And I pray the safety of those who have gone away on wonderful trips. And hopefully, it's always good when you go on a vacation, plan it around a church so you can visit a place maybe you've never been before. Always a wonderful thing. What a vivid epistle reading we had today. God, Luke is such a good writer. The way he was so descriptive in explaining what happened to Paul. It reminds me of also what happened to him, Paul, when he was speaking um, to the Greeks. He was preaching, and then all of a sudden they, they, call, they went to call them, make them gods. Barnabas they called Zeus and Paul Hermes because he was the spokesman. The horror on their faces when that happened must have been, well, you can read it. It's expressive in the way Luke wrote it, and we find it today. That they're talking, and all of a sudden, this, well, you can see Paul's preaching, and he's got this, this person in his ear the whole time, and the annoyance, and finally, come out of her. And of course, that brought trouble. That brought a lot of trouble for him. And they met that trouble with their backs and a rod. I just find it interesting. We won't go any farther into that. What I do want to talk to you about today on this Memorial Day weekend, this weekend that ECF is over, is 60 seconds of insane courage. 60 seconds of insane courage. There was a movie about a father and, and, and the wife, mother died, and he had a boy, young boy, and a, a younger girl. And this father was having a real difficult time with the children, trying to connect with them. It was just great tension. So he decided to do something radical. He picked up the family and they moved. And they bought a zoo. And as the story goes along, there was the son, and he was kind of fetched with the girl that worked, one of the girls that worked at the zoo, but shy as heck. And so the dad told him the story about how he met his mother. I was walking along the street downtown, and I saw this woman in a window in a cafe sipping on tea. And I saw her there, and I thought, she's the one. And so with 60 seconds of insane courage, I went in and introduced myself to her. And that changed my whole life. 60 seconds of insane courage. We find that in our gospel today. We hear of the blind man. Jesus comes up to him, spits, puts mud on his eyes, and tells him to go and wash, and then he can see. No Cecil B. DeMille scene, 
No great buildup with music. No reddish sky in the background. No angels singing. No incense floating. Just some spit, some mud, and some water. That was this man's contact with Christ. His initial contact. And it would forever change his life. Of course, everyone's in an uproar. How did this man see? How did it happen? They wanted the hows, the whens, the whys, the whos. On and on they would ask. Finally, they would take him to the leaders. They will get to the bottom of it. They bring him to the Pharisees. And they go on and on and on, asking him different things. Back and forth, examination, cross-examination. And all he would say was, he put mud in my eyes, told me to wash, and now I see. Well, they weren't buying it. They weren't buying the fact that he was born blind. There had to be some kind of scam going on here, some kind of ruse. We'll get to the bottom of it. They called his parents. And the parents skirted the issue and would only acknowledge one thing, he is our son. Because they were afraid of being kicked out of the synagogue. The Pharisees come back to the man again. What happened? What did he do to you? Put mud in my eyes, told me to wash, and now I see. On and on. What do you have to say for yourself? He's uh, for him. He's a prophet. They continue to cross-examine him again, and finally says, "Are you interested in being his follower too? We are followers of Moses. We do not know where this man comes from, but we know God spoke to Moses. And then we have the sixty seconds." of insane courage. A poor man who could not read or write, did not know the letter of the law, was not proficient in theology, and he would, for 60 seconds, give or take, have courageous courage. Well, this is news. You don't know where he came from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but if someone does God's will, God listens to him. Never since the foundation of the world has anyone opened the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could not do such a thing. Sixty seconds of insane courage. He got them so messed up, so confused, they had no response other than violence. Much like today, right? When we speak truth, all of a sudden the only response they had because they don't get the answer they want is violence. And so he was ostracized from the community. 60 seconds of insane courage. He received more than physical sight. 
he received the light of Christ within him. That moment of the spit and the mud and the water and the sight was the moment that he came in contact with God. The moment he had true sight. And he was going to speak the truth boldly before anybody without any reservation. Perhaps we can all remember a time, maybe, but we had that spit and mud and wash and sight moment. That moment where we lived our lives and we came into contact with something within ourselves that caused us to wake up and change our vision, change the way of our life. And we never went back the same way again. That was the same moment, that same moment that we came into contact with God. That was our moment of the spit and of the mud and of the water. That moment is your story. It's not somebody's made-up story, not some fictitious. It's your personal encounter with Christ, which gives it authenticity and gives you conviction to tell your story. When we've been living our lives, just reflecting this past year perhaps, or even the past month, have we found ourselves in a situation where we had a breach in a conversation? Not, we didn't force it. There was a natural opening up that we could share our story. Who our church, where our church was, who were we, what I do, why does my faith mean so much to me? Did we engage in that conversation? Are we like the parents and we just skirted the issue, tried to hide because we don't want to cause the disturbance? Are we, were we courageous with 60 seconds of insane courage and stand boldly with joy and love and tell others what Christ has done for us? I say this over and over. It's kind of become more of my mantra more and more. The only way we're going to change the world is through our own personal experience and sharing it with others. This man wasn't afraid to speak up to the theologians and to those who studied the law and those who had high places of honor. He merely spoke the truth. He could have said, yeah, 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 he's a sinner. Okay, I agree with her. And then walked away, had his sight, and been done with it all and still been part of that community. But he chose to speak the truth based on the experience and encounter he had with Christ. 60 seconds of insane courage. Be, be cautioned. Because when we do that, we stand a great chance of being ostracized ourselves, being cast out ourselves, or experiencing what Paul and Silas did when they preached the truth. They were drugged out, condemned, and beaten for professing their experience of Christ. But Paul and all those who would follow them would continually go through these moments of 60 seconds of insane courage and proclaim the truth. Let us live our lives with that same boldness, with that same courage, with that same conviction. 
Because if you cannot express it yourself, no one's going to believe it. We need to be able to articulate it, take that experience and put it down into a few sentences so that we can share it with others. That's your encounter. You can tell others, do you want to know about my spit, mud, and water experience? I'd be happy to share it with you. Mine came in the middle of the night. When the thought came to me, he was saying, Michael blows his final trumpet, where do you stand? And I'll tell you what, I sat up in bed and I go, oh boy. I don't think I use quite that word. Where do I stand? That was my water, I mean spit and mud and water experience. And it forever changed my view of life. Forever changed my encounter with Christ. And led me to where I am today. What is yours? Remember it. Hold it close to your heart. And be ready at a moment's motive to have 60 seconds of insane courage and share that with the world.